Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, September 9th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Comdex Weekly Spaces, Episode 1. Let's take a listen. Great. I can see um, people have started joining in, and I think this space is recorded as well. So, what we'll try to do is for those folks who are joining in now and probably miss parts of the beginning of this space, we'll just um, request them to go to the recording. Um, I can understand the the timing of the announcement of this space was a little short notice, but I think um, going forward, it will be a weekly space that we'll do. Uh, I think most probably from next week, it'll be on Thursdays. Uh, the timing for that will be confirmed and announced soon. So really, thank you everyone who's joined in today. Um, welcome for all of those joining from different parts of the world. Um, so, you know, I think the last last week has been quite eventful for us. We've seen, you know, an overwhelming response on the first two testnets that we released for Harbor Protocol and the CSOP decks. And now um, in, in, in terms of, you know, Komodo's testnet going live last night as well, uh, you know, we, we saw that there's tremendous response there as well. So happy to, um, you know, first of all, um, share all of these updates with you guys and make this now a weekly sort of practice where we have, you know, the, the ability for the community to interact with the team, um, talk a bit about the products in more details, try to understand why, um, you know, some things on the product, on the mechanism side of things are the way they are and kind of explain the logic behind how things have been built. And then also kind of, uh, you know, making it um, easier for people to understand how they would be ultimately using the apps itself as well. So um, how I think we'll be structuring it forward as well as, you know, every now and then we'll be inviting builders from within the Cosmos ecosystem to come talk about what they're building as well, um, how it benefits the ecosystem and what potential partnerships would look like if, uh, you know, if and when Comdex is to partner with them. So starting next week, we're hoping to have, you know, um, every week some someone from the ecosystem join us and, and talk a bit more about what they do and how it benefits Cosmos as a whole. Um, for today, I think, you know, the way I, I kind of want to structure it is we can have the first section of the spaces dedicated towards us providing updates, um, purely in terms of tech to begin with. I think, um, in a moment, Abhishek will speak a bit to, you know, what are the major updates on the tech side of things. Then we can go a bit deeper into talking about, um, the products that we're building out, which is the Harbor, Harbor protocol, um, C-Swap decks and Komodo. When I say talking about the products, I mean, more in terms of getting into the depths of how they work, um, what the mechanism looks like at the back end, and how users can actually start using these protocols when they're live on mainnet to, uh, you know, kind of access DeFi and, and access the yields from various avenues on, on their Cosmos holdings. Um, and, and, you know, probably have a few announcements towards the end of the, of the space as well. Um, we'll obviously have a section where we get some questions in from you guys. Uh, we'll have some of you come on board and speak. I think few questions have already come in on the community chat as well. So we'll try and address as many of those as possible. 
um, but trying to keep it, uh, you know, within the time as well, um, so that it's it's kind of concise and we're able to do it weekly and and kind of add value to everyone. Um, so I think yeah, we can start now. Um, you know, Abhishek it would be great if you can uh, spend a few minutes talking about some of the more recent updates that we've had, um, both on the tech front and and you know in terms of the wider uh, ecosystem of products that we're building at Comdex. Thanks, Sudat. Uh, hi everyone, and uh, thank you for joining. Um, so updates, right? So we've seen uh, the testnet launches uh, go through uh, for uh, CSwap Harbor as well as Komodo, and uh, wanted to take this time to explain, uh, you know, how uh, all of these products work and how they, you know, interact with each other. So uh, you know, beginning with the uh, with the swap, uh, the Dex. Um, you know, it's a it's a hybrid Dex uh, inspired, I believe, uh, uh, from the Crescent design. And uh, what this Dex will serve, uh, you know, as a primary place for liquidations that will that are expected to happen on the hardware protocol as well as the lending protocol, and also will help build liquidity for CMDX with other tokens as more and more tokens get accepted as collateral. Uh, you know, on uh, on the stablecoin uh, platform, which is Harbor. Uh, so I think we've covered extensively over the last uh, you know, few weeks, uh, you know, Medium articles about how Harbor protocol works around, uh, you know, it's structured like as an over-collateralized stablecoin uh, built using, uh, you know, taking a huge inspiration from the MakerDAO protocol on Ethereum. Uh, but but with Komodo, uh, you know, wanted to take this time to explain a little bit deeper of how uh, you know Komodo is structured. So lending protocols usually are you know designed in uh, two ways, which is uh, either you have a shared pool of assets or you have uh, you know isolated pools of assets, and both come with their own set of uh, uh, you know uh, trade-offs basically. So shared pools give you you know very good. Uh, LTVs and uh, but uh, you know security becomes a bit challenging uh, given if you have a asset which you know gets hacked or the oracle gets messed up it affects all the other assets out and if you have isolated assets you get better security but uh, uh, you know the LTV is not uh, uh, you know as as good as the shared pool ones so with Komodo we've taken uh, you know inspiration from Silo Finance uh, which which creates uh, uh an isolated pool structure with one common asset which is used as a transit asset uh between all these pools so what you get is the benefit of the isolated pools as well as there is some improvement in the ltv because uh, you know one of the assets is bridged so in our case uh, uh, you know we've used two assets as the transit assets on the platform on komodo and this is why for each market, you will see three assets being listed. So Atom and CMST, which is our stablecoin, would be the transit asset for all the pools. So let's say, for example, we wanted to create a market for a lending market for CMDX. So the pool will look like CMDX, CMST, and Atom. What it means is, uh, you know, the Atom and CMST that you uh, provide here will will can can actually move across different pools so you have a second pool let's say an osmosis pool or an uh, where uh, uh where where it's osmo atom and cmst so if if you wanted to uh, you know collateralize cmdx and get osmo uh 
it, it moves like uh, you know the the protocol internally will deposit cmdx take uh, you know atom or cmst uh, out depending on whichever asset has greater liquidity and use that as collateral in the in the osmo market to uh, put that atom or cmst as collateral and take osmosis out uh, so this this is how you know komodo is structured uh, and this with this we feel is uh, uh, is going to be a, a you know a much better architecture uh, although ltvs might be a little lower than uh, you know a shared pool architecture but uh, it's it's uh, all other things being equal this will act as a more secure way of lending and borrowing yeah this is this is primarily about komodo uh, and in terms of atom and cmst being uh, you know the transit assets uh, this automatically will uh, generate most liquidity for uh, atom and cmst where borrowing against uh, atom uh, automatically will have a greater uh, ltv than the other assets and which is uh, which is the intended behavior as well because atom uh, has the most liquidity amongst uh, you know all the other ibc tokens so uh, uh, so th this was the main intention and of course with with uh, cmst uh, you know getting a uh, good traction hopefully uh, it should it should become a, a good good enough transit asset as well uh, in terms of uh, you know liquidations we've uh, we have you know different liquidations for both uh, harbor as well as uh, as komodo where wherein if the price of your collateral uh, you know goes down uh, it it uh, you know an auction gets triggered where you can bid on the assets using cmst which we foresee would be uh, you know a great way to uh, scoop up assets at a discount from the current market price and should uh, open up arbitrage opportunities also uh, between the decks as well as the liquidations uh, uh, queues that will be forming up on both Harbor and uh, yeah. Komodo. Um, in, in terms of Harbor protocols, assets, uh, we would be releasing uh, early next week, uh, you know, the research that we have done uh, on you know which collaterals to use, how much to use them, how much CMSC should be minted uh, from each of the available collateral assets, and uh, and this this is you know primarily inspired by the you know great research work that Delphi has done, uh, you know for the Mars protocol and classifying assets on uh, uh, on. Uh, on the, for 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 uh, based on liquidity of uh, uh, all the different assets so uh, and and we hear from the you know the osmosis labs updates also that there'll be native usdc coming in soon which is uh, you know really great for the whole ecosystem in general uh, for overall liquidity uh, cmst you know will, will will kind of serve as a you know unification of liquidity between all the different bridge stable coins that we get as well as you know the native ones that we get and this is something which we have spoken about earlier as well where uh you know liquidity is getting fragmented because you know axlr usdc is not fungible with gravity usdc and uh you know of course there's usdt and die uh you know with okc we will be having uh, usdc which will come in as well uh usdt sorry so CMST, you know, uh, 
uh, initially uh, uh, as a launch, we, we, we want to kind of uh, build it like a basket of stables where, uh, you know, most of it is backed by some of the other stable here and there uh, so that the, uh, there's, there's not a lot of worry about uh, pegging of CMST when the liquidity is low. And as as the liquidity gets built, uh, uh, you know we, we we start adding different assets uh, and test out liquidations. So the the the, the main reason is uh, you know to take this approach, and uh, I believe uh, Zaki had also covered a similar strategy for the IST launch. Uh, is that uh, if if there is like low liquidity for CMST, which is expected when 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 it first launches. Uh, with with little capital, uh, you know, people can try to disturb the peg, and uh, a lot of uh, you know effort goes into uh, stabilizing the peg uh, mechanism, uh, and that is why we have the decks built in uh, uh, on the same uh, chain uh, and uh, not not dependent on any IBC transactions to avoid that delay. Uh, as as liquidity starts building up, then we start adding more assets uh, and start minting CMST through that. Uh, Harbor uh, token economics is something we've not really covered anywhere till now because we've gone through a lot of you know different ways to uh, see how, what is the best way to bootstrap liquidity for CMST using you know Harbor as the governance token as an incentive. And we've come up with a few models that we've seen uh, work well for different kind of products on you know different ecosystems. Uh, we will be going ahead with the the V three three model. Uh, you know the uh, details of which again we'll be putting out in the next uh, uh, you know a few weeks as we approach uh, the launch. Uh, yeah, the launch. Yeah, I mean. Uh, We've not committed a date yet, but since all the uh, test nets are out, uh, we've been working over the last uh, you know few weeks to get the audit reports uh, corrected, uh, doing all the necessary changes uh, recommended by the auditors, and uh, we will be doing a one final update uh, early next week, uh, which and then open up the uh, open up a community bug bounty program. Uh, you know, for uh, everyone in the community to find out uh, critical errors, if any, that 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 could have been left out, uh, and would be incentivizing that uh, thing on on the future uh, uh, in the next few days. Uh, if if there is no you know critical error or uh, you know major issue found out uh, in terms of security mm -hmm. of any of the platforms, then we should be good to go for launch. Uh, you know, in the next uh, uh, couple of weeks. So that that is the launch strategy that we would be using. Uh, you know, in keeping uh, security of the user in mind. Uh, you know, I invite everyone in the ecosystem to uh, come and try it out. Uh, the code is public. Uh, we'll be publishing the audit reports as well. So if you have any comments, uh, we'd be listing out. You know, what we accept as a. Uh, as a bug and how it has to be reported soon. So please, uh, uh, you know, feel free to participate in that. Uh, would really appreciate that uh, as well. Uh, and a lot more updates coming in. So you know, uh, we'll be putting it out over the next, uh, you know, couple of uh, weeks uh, as we approach the launch date. Uh, 
hopefully uh, before the end of this month. Awesome. I mean, there's a lot, lot to unpack in there. Um, so I think we'll we'll try and go over it. I think uh, bit by bit as well. So I think you know one of the things we should probably cover as well, uh, just so it kind of recaps for a lot of people what what exactly the big picture is. Um, let's I mean le- let's talk a bit about how CSwap, Komodo, and Harbor will interact with one another. Meaning, how would you know one be able to use all three um, effectively? And then essentially what what you know this is going to create for the ecosystem. Uh, because ultimately, you know, we we always talk about how the broader vision for what Comdex is doing is to bring DeFi to Cosmos, which it has needed. And in the recent times, we've seen, you know, a lot of uh, major projects outside of the ecosystem express intent or, uh, you know, towards moving towards Cosmos. So probably let's spend like a few minutes talking about, uh, you know, firstly, what one would be able to kind of do with these three apps together. Um, I think earlier on, Abhishek, you said one thing which which I think I'd like to kind of re-highlight as well. Um, you know, the way if you look at, if one is to look at the mechanism for how um, something like Komodo was designed and something like what, uh, you know, Harbor Protocol is designed for minting comp- uh, CMST, uh, you know, taking inspiration from something like MakerDAO or, or from Silo Finance as it is for Komodo, the ideology was primarily towards fo- uh, focusing on security first um, more than anything. And oftentimes the way DeFi kind of works, uh, you know, you, you, when you kind of focus on security, you kind of have a trade-off with scalability. Um, so, you know, a lot of times these models get criticized for lacking, you know, capital efficiency or, or scalability. But if there's any kind of lesson to take away from what we have witnessed, you know, as a, as a broader ecos- uh, you know, crypto ecosystem as well in the past uh, several months is that I think users have started to realize now the importance of risk management when it comes to handling their assets within the DeFi sphere. So a, a large part of what we're doing when we say, you know, we're uh, focusing on bringing DeFi to Cosmos is not just to bring DeFi to Cosmos, but to also make it secure and sustainable to the extent possible. Uh, try to take the measures that can be so that, you know, the, the products that are delivered ultimately have the, the user security in mind first. And which is why it's kind of important to have, you know, the wider community participation in the test nets, to have community participate in the in the bug bounty program as well. So that, you know, all these security, potential security threats are identified early on and, and you know, we're able to address them as a team before these products hit mainnet and, and actual capital is being deployed into this. So maybe Abhishek, you want to spend a couple of minutes just at a high level talking about how users will be effectively uh, you know, interacting with all three applications, maybe some concepts or strategies that people could start thinking about when when it comes to using these three products together. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, you know, when we say we are the DeFi infrastructure layer, you know, uh, the intention was to kind of become a DeFi hub for all of Cosmos to, you know, do all the DeFi activities, uh, uh, you know, on the Comlex chain. Uh, and that, that includes, you know, uh, if it's a you know if it's a if it's a dex or if uh, defi broadly if you see uh, across uh, you know every sphere it's it's primarily uh, you know a dex uh, an amm uh, a decentralized stablecoin borrowing lending and i would also say you know perpetuals uh, uh, which is futures and uh, also decentralized options um, the last two of course we do not have currently uh, but uh, we hope uh, it, it will come up, uh, you know, sometime in the future. But uh, the the three basic, uh, you know, uh, Legos of of DeFi is uh, 
is having a DEX, uh, having a stablecoin which can be used as uh, liquidity, uh, and a borrowing lending platform where uh, you know you can use your, your you can collateralize your assets to borrow other assets. Uh, this this uh, you know opens up the whole possibility of uh, you know there's uh, there's a lot more chains. I believe forty eight chains connected to IBC now. And uh, this this uh, activity will you know keep on increasing as as uh, atom explodes uh, uh, in the future. And uh, the, the main problem is that uh, you know people are not able to use these assets as you know as uh, as monetary assets. So if you want to leverage on your holdings currently in a decentralized way, uh, you're not able to do it. So no matter what the value of your token is, and if you don't want to you know sell it. Uh, it, it becomes challenging. And the, one of the other reasons was of, you know, DeFi not really taking up in Cosmos is uh, the staking yield itself, right? Because uh, till, till uh, uh, of course, there's a lot of uh, staking uh, derivatives now uh, that have come up in uh, Cosmos, which is really great. Uh, but any DeFi yield was always being compared to the staking yield uh, of Atom itself or any other token for that matter. And now when people are able to leverage it, it will have much higher capital efficiency where they wouldn't have to leave the uh, the staking yield for any other DeFi yield that you know any of the platforms across Cosmos is offering. So overall, it's a, it's a great thing. But coming back to how, how the uh, you know, apps will interact with each other. So liquidity, of course, is crucial for any uh, DeFi to succeed. So uh, uh, so users would be able to kind of build liquidity on CSWAP. Uh, CSWAP has a different mechanism of uh, incentivizing users uh, in a you know master and child pool concept, where you know a master uh, you have to provide liquidity in both the pools and uh, to to gain incentive uh, you know not just on CSWAP but also if you do other activities on the convex chain. Since everything is happening right on the same chain, we get uh, you know much more benefits to the user than uh, you know if, uh, if you're just on a single chain so uh, you know uh, provide liquidity on csop and get incentives for borrowing cmst on komodo so the, the, uh, this these kind of deeper interactions would really help uh, you know uh, the overall convex ecosystem and what you can think of hardware protocol is like you know it acts like the first place where you can uh, mint the stable, and uh, of course it will come with a borrowing interest rate. But and uh, borrowing interest rate will be similar in Komodo, so users will be able to like compare: is it more efficient to mint a stable uh, on Harbor or you know borrow it uh, on the money markets on Komodo? So these kind of interactions, people will be able to you know see it across different apps and make make their decisions uh, easily. Uh, what we do plan in the future, and that's what we're kind of hearing from a couple of uh, uh, people as well, that uh, you know, in, in the future we might have an aggregated app for all these apps to be used in, uh, inside of a single app, where you would be able to, uh, you know, trade uh, uh, using the DEX or borrow or lend uh, using uh, Komodo or you know, mint new stablecoin, uh, working out from a same super app. Uh, and if if you look at all the uh, you know centralized exchange labs, they they they're just so nice to use because everything is happening exactly 
uh, behind the scenes at the same point and uh, at, at, at the same platform, which, you know, in a way this will uh, enable us to help. Uh, of course, with the, uh, you know, IBC routing and interchange queries coming up in the future, we will be able to do this across the whole ecosystem where, you know, wherever there is higher liquidity, people would be able to trade uh, there as well. And that is one of the visions we have to have a, you know, DeFi app, which, you know, can actually compete with in terms of UI with other centralized applications as well. So these three applications together, you know, actually act, will act like a, the, the base layer for, for DeFi uh, and hopefully not just for Convex, but for the broader Cosmos ecosystem as well. Awesome. And I think that really covers, you know, at a high level, a lot of the things that we want to achieve with these three applications together. Um, there's been a lot of documentation, uh, you know, coming out with uh, going into details of each of these aspects uh, very soon from our end. Some of the documentation is already out on blogs, but we will have most of this, uh, you know, publicly ready uh, over the next few days for people to read and kind of get insights from. And, and you know, obviously, goal is to have maximum participation from the community here. Uh, encouraging everyone to kind of go through that documentation, go through the platforms, uh, you know, figure figure out how it works, try to understand. And if along the way there's, you know, feedback for us, we're, we're always happy to take it, take it forward as a team and, and figure out how those aspects can be improved. Um, I think a lot of these questions uh, that, that we'll, you know, be expecting from the community now is, is likely to be uh, towards is towards you know using the app as well because a lot of the people for the first time will be using most of these applications so um, good time to i think you know try your hands out at using these apps out um, on the protocol and then uh, giving us any kind of feedback that you guys have so um, you know as i said in in future uh, editions of of our weekly spaces we'll have guests from the ecosystem coming but since this was the first one we kind of wanted to just set the tone for what the weekly spaces are, what the objective is. And and I think for the most part, we've covered most of what we'd be, you know, what we had to provide from our end in terms of updates for the releases that are coming out. Um, as I think Abhishek mentioned, we'll have uh, audit reports being uh, made public in a, by, by early next week as well. So that should be something for the community to look forward to um, as well. And you know, other than that, there's um, the couple of announcements we had was obviously, as Abhishek mentioned earlier on, the bug bounty program that we'll soon be announcing details about as well. Uh, primarily trying to incentivize participation from the community towards helping us identify any kind of, you know, security threats or any kind of uh, potential exploits or anything of that sort on the platform. Um, th again, more information on that will be out and uh, we'll try to make it as clear as possible. Uh, but, you know, can always reach out to us through the community to clarify things. Um, another big announcement that we've been kind of waiting on, I know there's been some some amount of um, discussion in this around the community. Uh, so there will definitely be a Harbor airdrop. I think uh, that's been confirmed for a while. Uh, we'll soon announce all of the communities that will be receiving the airdrop and what the eligibility will be and how it will work. Uh, but what I can confirm for now is that CMDX, um, Osmo, and Atom uh, will definitely be part of this uh, set of communities that will be getting um, the Harbor airdrop. And, you know, I think as Abhishek mentioned earlier on with Harbor Token Economics as well, we're still, I mean, we've, we've been kind of going through an iterative process of understanding what the best way is to approach it. Uh, we're quite, quite optimistic that with the, you know, VE33 model, um, we'll be able to achieve a lot of what we initially set out to. So um, I think 
you know abhishek actually i just think it's a good good time also to spend maybe 2 minutes talking about the ve33 model at a high level because uh, probably a few folks in the community might not be as informed about what it is i encourage everyone to check it out um, i think it's it's definitely a great read but would be good to just kind of at a high level talk about what the objectives of that model is and how it will help us uh, absolutely um so v33 is like uh, you know for 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 easier understanding think of uh, uh uh something like staking right where if you stake your tokens you get voting rights on uh, governance proposals uh now now when harbor uh, acts as a, a token which is not part of pos uh you still want this to happen in a way where uh you know you, uh, you want to lock up your tokens to be able to vote for which assets to be added uh or which assets to be uh uh oh and what should be the interest rate collateralization ratios of all these assets and everything on harbor is going to be fully community go- uh, governed because uh, we want cmsc to be you know the stable coin for the whole of cosmos ecosystem and not just on comdex so the the aim would be to you know uh, give these voting rights to people uh, across the ecosystem where people can decide on what is the best way to uh for for the stable coin to you know become as decentralized as possible uh in terms of v33 v is the, the you know the crv uh, model where you lock up tokens to uh, get more rewards uh from the whole uh whole of this uh, you know uh, economic operation that will go on uh of the stable coin interest rates and uh, you know liquidation penalties so uh where does this revenue go how does does how does it get distributed uh how much of this should the protocol keep as surplus so all these parameters people would be vote uh, able to vote on if they have the 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 v harbor token and the the main intention of uh, and we've seen uh, you know uh, airdrops just giving a airdrop without any uh, you know steps involved for you know claiming it or having the users do the you know intended steps for the protocol so v33 just uh, is is a broader uh uh game theory concept where you know you're trying to incentivize uh, something which is optimal for both the users as well as the protocol itself uh primary thing is to just you know lock up your harbor tokens uh you know for for variable durations you know it can be for a week or it can be for four years and get that voting right so that you can get more incentives drawn to uh you know the v harbor tokens and in a similar way uh in the in a way which staking works where if you stake your token uh you don't get diluted from the inflation rate so it follows a similar rebasing mechanism where you know locking up your tokens uh, you, you do not get uh, inflated out uh i think cosmos users would find it very uh, intuitive to use uh, the v3 uh, model because uh, they they're very uh, used to staking and voting on uh, uh, proposals etc but a detailed version you know i've not done justice to explain it well i i can understand but would would publish a detailed uh, article out uh, uh, you know early next week uh, explaining this out but it's primarily you know lock up your tokens to get voting rights and d- determine where the uh, you know how, how, how the protocol will operate and where the out uh, uh, surplus of the uh, you know protocol will be distributed 
Great. And, and I think one of the key points there also being um, for a system like Habu protocol to function effectively in the long run um, requires a great, great degree of, you know, decision making on, on behalf of, on, on part of this, you know, kind of stakeholders of the protocol, which is why um, governance will play a, play a big role in, in how Harbor will be managed in the long run. Um, if you look at the way MakerDAO is structured, you know, the, the model for MKR and the DAI stablecoin, they in their documentation also provide a lot of emphasis on the importance of good governance on management of the protocol and then equally rewarding good governors of the protocol for making good decisions and then, um, you know, having that value accrue to them. So that is pretty much at the heart of our thought process as well about how we arrived at, you know, the model for this. And I think as Abhishek mentioned, uh, we will have something detailed published around this um, in terms of documentation, either in the form of a blog or, you know, um, either also included in the documentation that will ultimately be published. So that will be very good for, for users to kind of, uh, you know, wrap their heads around. And and the whole concept is not something that we're foreign to in, in Cosmos, I think one of the most active governance communities um, in amongst all ecosystems out there. So uh, definitely looking forward to having more of the inputs of the community, you know, be part of um, the decision-making in the governance of Harbor Protocol as well. Um, so I think, you know, with that, we, we had a high level covered um, quite a bit about what the products are, what they'll be doing. Um, what we'll also do is, you know, spend some time every week as a part of our spaces that we'll do every week, uh, just kind of going through in detail the minor aspects of these things, because there's, there's plenty more to it. You know, if, when it comes to how did we arrive at what collateral assets will be accepted, um, how much of collateral, over-collateralization is required, uh, you know, are there any kind of debt ceilings in place? How would they be playing a role? All of this is something that we really want to make sure everyone understands because they play a crucial role in how uh, these protocol function, the protocols function. Um, I think some of the more exciting things will also focus around um, how users can participate in collateral auctions across the protocols as well, uh, which will create you know good arbitrage opportunities um, as you, as more of more participants kind of get involved. So looking forward to you know having all of this out there, but maybe for the sake of this session, uh, try to keep it condensed also so that, you know, there's not an information overload at any point. And then we can kind of gradually reinforce all this information with, um, you know, more channels of communication from our end as well. So um, with that, I think what we can do now is uh, spend the next few minutes um, taking questions from the audience. Um, we'll probably start with any questions from, you know, the part of the, the folks involved here as listeners who would like to come up and speak and ask their questions. So, um, yeah, you know, if you guys want to request to speak, just just uh, hit the request button and we'll have you up here and talk about um, what, what you know, what we've spoken about today and, and our future plans as well. So I can. Hi, we, hi we, go ahead. Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is V. I also moderate on the Comtex chats. Now, I have got some questions on the chat. I will ask those here. So they have asked, uh, how would the LP and farm, will the LP and farming on our decks has any bonding periods? And uh, yeah, they had questions about the Harbor airdrop snapshot. Will the pools also be included, Comtex pools be included since the rewards have ended today? on osmosis and uh, i also had a question personal question about are we going to also start our weekly cosmos updates and comdex updates 
Hey, we, uh, thanks for the question. Uh, please repeat if I missed something out, but uh, I'll go in and remember it. Uh, uh, yes, there would be rewards for people who are LP'd into the, the, the pool. And uh, yes, the rewards have ended and we will be extending the rewards. We're just trying to uh, come up with a number because we, uh, we we want to use the CMDX rewards for also uh, incentivizing the activity that is going to happen on our own chain as well. But uh, we understand that, uh, you know, since Osmo incentives have also ended, it's uh, ideal to give the CMDX rewards restarted there as well. So we would be doing that. Uh, in terms of CSWAP having unbonding periods, no. Uh, CSWAP will have no unbonding, uh, no bonding, uh, sorry, uh, no, no bonding periods because uh, this we feel uh, is is kind of detrimental uh, for, for users in few ways, as we saw with the with the UST uh, collapse, where uh, you know if uh, if if there was uh, no unbonding, uh, people could have gotten out faster. So there there would be no locking up of uh, uh, of the LP tokens there to get the reward. The rewards would be uh, available without bonding. You can you can lock it up. I mean, if it's there for a uh, holy pock, you get the reward, uh, but there's no bonding per se. And the other reason for doing this was also that, you know, the LP tokens in the future, we want to use that as uh, collateral for minting more CMSD, giving, uh, you know, uh, a very big use case for the LP tokens itself. Uh, although that won't be live as we, uh, you know, just approach, uh, just uh, approach the launch, but in the future, like like uh, very similar to how Uniswap LP tokens are used to uh, mint die, right? So we'll be able to use CSwap tokens, uh, CSwap LP tokens as collateral to uh, mint CMSD uh, as well. What is the other thing that you asked? Snapshot date, sorry, cannot confirm that. Don't want to incentive, you know, like announce it so that you know people change their decisions. Please, uh, uh, I don't think that's a deal. Uh, okay. Anything else I missed? Yes, um, uh, that was my personal question. Now, when will we start our weekly Cosmos and Comdex updates again? We had before. I think Sid can answer that. I, 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 yeah, I think we should be able to resume those uh, soon, uh, mostly from starting from next week, because we'll also be able to include a lot of the updates on on the testnet side of things as well. So Great. Uh, that that should be resuming uh, at some point next week, if I'm not wrong. Great, because now that helps me to as an admin to engage the community with the updates. So yes, that will that reason was my personal question. Uh, now uh, there was a question on the chat, and they mentioned they would like to ask the co-founders. Uh, although the answer can be given by us too, they said that what is the role of Comdex token in the ecosystem DApps? Great. This is another good question. Um, sorry, I, I see Time Billionaire waiting as well. So we'll just get to Time Billionaire's question uh, right after I answer this as well. Um, so, you know, in terms of the role CMDX will have, uh, obviously it will it will remain the native token of the, the Comdex chain. So it will continue to accrue value through transaction fees um, on the chain. Uh, it will also, you know, have its own kind of liquidity pools on the C-swap decks with other assets so that, uh, you know, users are able to kind of swap into the Comdex ecosystem and, and start using multiple apps across um, across the ecosystem. Um, on Komodo, you know, uh, there will be Comdex lending pools as well as uh, the ability to use Comdex as a collateral asset to borrow other assets from other lending pools there. Um, I think that mechanism Abhishek spoke about a little earlier in the call, but, you know, to basically to to highlight the fact that CMDX will be one of those collateral assets there. 
um, there will be a degree of over collateralization as as was the case with all of you know the assets that will be used as collateral. Um, so risk metrics for those will be publishing out soon as well. Uh, and same goes for Harbor Protocol, where CMDX would be one of the collateral assets there that will be used uh, to mint C, uh, mint CMST. And again, uh, with with some amount of high uh, over collateralization rate and and debt ceiling as well. Thank you. Uh, just before I now go, I would uh, also like to take this opportunity to invite everyone present here to the chat, Comdex chat. I do conduct quiz every day at 13.30 hours UTC and, uh, and the participants are rewarded with Comdex tokens. So please be uh, there on our chats. And uh, you, if in case you have more questions, even after the space, the chats are available 24 hours a day. Thank you. Thanks, V. Um, thank you. I see Dave has a question as well, but I'll go to Time Billionaire first because he was ahead. And then Dave, we'll get to your question right after this. Please go ahead, Time Billionaire. <clears throat> yes, uh, my question is about uh, full Kepler integration. Um, if there is a uh, kind of a timeline for that, and also would love to understand what that process is like for a uh, project to become fully integrated into Kepler. Now, is that something where a governance proposal is created and you know that's funding the Kepler team to integrate or it's just their decision on their end? Thanks so much. Thank you so, for your question. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Abhishek. Okay, so uh, you know, Kepler integration, yes. Uh, I mean, there's, uh, uh, there's a little bit of a funding requirement on the Kepler's team as well, uh, and that, uh, and we, we've uh, we've gotten in touch with the Kepler team, uh, and I know that there's been uh, you know a lot of demand for having native Kepler integrated. So we're just uh, contemplating how to kind of structure it so that uh, uh, you know we 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 can get it uh, listed. But yeah, ideally, the the requirement is since they have their own expenses. Uh, you know, and uh, so th th there's a funding requirement there, and uh, that's kind of the reason we've not gone ahead with it yet. But uh, you know, hopefully soon we'll be able to uh, uh, you know get, get get ourselves natively integrated there. Great, thank you. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. If you're trying to speak, uh, we cannot uh, hear you. Oh, hello. Yeah, I really appreciate um, your work with um, Comdex. Yeah, uh, I'm from Nigeria, so I've been testing uh, from Arbor Protocol to um, CSwap. Then the new one is just um, launched today, so I want to test it. But I had some issues, like when I was testing. Dave, I think we lost you. I'm not able to hear you anymore. I only caught part of your question. Swap yesterday. I noticed that um, I was not able to use the limit order. So I tried to um, to um, place um, a complaint concerning this. Got it. So I think I'll just repeat the question from what I could gather from what you said. So I think you started using um, the test nets for Arbor Protocol and CSwap, and yeah. you faced some kind of difficulty in terms of getting a limit order yeah. on CSwap, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, CSwap. Yeah. Yep. So. So I think the best way to address this would be if you could, um, you know, share the specifics of the the challenge you faced, um, either in the community chat or on Discord. We have, um, you know, our mods there who are quite active, and and they should be able to help you. Um, I'd only be able to help you out if I knew some some more detail about it. But I, th there's a, definitely someone in the community chat or on Discord that will be able to help you out with this. Okay, I will do that. But overall, the testnet has been amazing. I just noticed that as I decided to talk about it. You are really trying, yeah. So thank you so much. 
Thank you, Dave. Appreciate yeah. it. Okay. Awesome. So um, I think there's a few questions I can see um, in the community chat as well. Um, one of the questions was, what are the different safety measures that are in place for uh, to protect CMSC from getting depegged and liquidations affecting markets? Uh, I think primarily two two main factors at play there are over collateralizations, liquidations, and uh, I mean liquidations of you know over collateralized uh, CDPs and um, also debt ceilings. So just to quickly kind of walk over those, um, in order to mint CMST, uh, one must you know deposit some sort of collateral asset. It could be something like Atom or Osmo or CMDX. Um, and typically, you know, the, the value of these assets fluctuates. So in order to mint, you know, 100 units of CMST, one would have to deposit more than $100 worth, often, you know, $200 worth of collateral asset there. And every CDP has a predefined sort of minimum collateralization ratio that we have to maintain in order to maintain the solvency of um, the CMST debt, because CMST is essentially being borrowed from the protocol. It, um, so uh, for every unit of CMST borrowed, there must be equal and more um, amount of collateral that's backing it. So since these collateral assets are, you know, volatile assets, there can be situations in the market where these assets change value or lose value um, quickly. And at that point, you know, um, the CDP can often fail to maintain what the minimum required collateralization ratio is. So in that event, uh, liquidation is triggered where the collateral asset is auctioned off through an auction mechanism on the protocol. And um, through the auction, users are able to acquire the collateral at a, at a discount from its market price. And whatever you know, the protocol collects from auctioning out these collaterals is used to burn that amount of outstanding CMST. Uh, essentially, just to make sure that all the CMST that remains on the protocol is, um, is, is collateralized at least by the minimum amount that it needs to be. Um, and in terms of debt ceilings as well, you know, um, that a debt ceiling is basically a limit on the amount of CMST that someone can mint from a particular collateral type. So if someone were to mint um, CMST from using Atom alone, there's a limit on how much CMST can be minted in total on the protocol using Atom as a collateral and same for all the other collateral assets. Now, the reason this exists primarily is, you know, in the event where there is a, a huge fall in the price of the collateral asset in their markets and it triggers, uh, you know, large scale liquidations across the protocol. We want to ensure that the protocol liquidations, you know, I mean, they can have an impact on the market for the collateral asset as well in terms of the value of the collateral asset. So uh, the debt ceiling is basically there to ensure that if at any point such a collateral, you know, such a liquidation event is triggered, the impact of that liquidation on the market is is minimized, um, you know, to, to kind of ensure the health, health of the overall protocol. So at, at like at a very high level, those are, you know, the primary measures. Uh, obviously reinforced by having parameters on the protocol that can be uh, changed through governance. So users can participate through governance to modify um, the interest rate that, you know, one has to pay on borrowing CMST or minting CMST from the protocol. What could be uh, the portion that they can earn from depositing CMST in the earn pools and um, also, you know, various liquidation parameters. So that's kind of the ongoing effort that will be on the protocol to ensure, um, you know, CMST is protected from market volatilities and, and liquidations um let me see if there's more question anyone know where does the yield for depositing cmst token come from this is a good question and i believe this refers primarily to the yield that one can earn within harbor protocol itself from depositing cmst so as i said a few minutes ago 
um, you know, the interest rate that's charged to people who mint CMST from the protocol is called a stability fee. And uh, that's essentially acts as some sort of uh, primary monetary policy tool, if you will, for the protocol, where it defines the minimum rate at which one can uh, borrow CMST in, in across all these protocols. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, protocol earns the revenue of that interest that it makes. But at various points, uh, you know, we'll have to incentivize liquidity going on to markets where we want to encourage people to mint more CMST to increase the supply of CMST in, in markets. So in those scenarios, stability fees would be lowered. And also the interest rate that you could earn from depositing CMST in the earn pools would be lowered so that you're encouraged to, you know, take that CMST onto, uh, onto the markets and provide liquidity there. Simultaneously, or sorry, conversely rather, um, in a situation where you know CMST supply needs to be reduced in the markets to maintain the peg, um, there'll be an increase in the borrowing rate as well as the increase in the deposit earn rate that people will be able to earn and, and pay for borrowing. And again, that is meant to incentivize people to kind of move liquidity uh, on and off market ba based on you know what the, the condition of the protocol is or what the situation is with the peg. Um, Hopefully that answers it. In the meantime, I've seen um, Abram come on board um, as a speaker. So Abram, please go ahead. Uh, love to hear your question. Hello. Yeah, hey, Abram, I think uh, you tried to speak. Yeah, now I can hear you. Please go ahead. Okay. Thank you. All right. I want to get something clear between, can you please speak or explain the difference between the drawdown fee and the stability fee, please? Sure. This is a good question. Um, just to, and I think Abhishek, you can step in if I miss out any detail here. Uh, so the stability fee is primarily the interest rate that will accrue on the minted CMST. So if someone mints CMST from the protocol by depositing any collateral asset, um, the total duration of time for which they hold the CMST or, you know, they have the CMST borrowed from the protocol, it'll accrue an interest. And that is the stability fee. Uh, the drawdown fee is a fee that gets charged for borrowing CMST from the protocol, which is sort of like an upfront fee that gets charged uh, for creation of CMST. Uh, the difference is that stability fee, you know, would be charged at the end when you when you close your CDP again by returning all outstanding CMST plus interest, which is accrued over time. Um, but the drawdown fee is what's charged by the protocol upfront at the time of minting CMST. So that's the primary difference between those. Okay, thank you. Thanks for your question, Apram. So I'm just going to check if we have... Any more questions? Uh, you know, anyone who's who's listening right now, if you guys have questions, you can join our speakers or or just have them uh, message to us, and we'll we'll try and address them. Uh, but overall, I think uh, you know this was a good opportunity for us to to uh, you know once now that Komodo is live as well, we have all three testnets uh, running. Uh, good opportunity again to kind of just invite the the product community to come and test these products out and share your feedback and questions with us. Uh, we're always eager to hear what you guys have to say about the products and improve them in any way that we can uh, based on the feedback that we collect from everyone. And um, as I announced earlier as well, there will be a bug bounty that we'll be announcing very soon for those who participate in, in these test nets and trying to help us, um, you know, identify any kind of threats or, or errors in the protocols that we've built. And the Harbor airdrop, you know, um, also confirmed that Harbor airdrop will go towards the CMDX, Osmo and Atom community. Uh, the exact details of how this would, this would happen will also be shared. And there will obviously be more communities that will be receiving the airdrop as well, uh, which we'll be announcing over the course of the next few days as well. Uh, but wanted to start off by by announcing it, at least for Osmo, CMDX, and Atom. 
so those are a couple of you know exciting things um i think also keen to share more information about um, the ve economics for harbor token and how that would play because um, that's something that you know uh, would function very well when more and more of the community is involved in the governance process there so i think it's important everyone um, spend some time to understand that as well as soon as that's out um but i believe I don't see any more questions. I'm just going to have a look again. Uh, I haven't seen any questions yet, but you know, you guys are always encouraged to uh, share your questions with us on the community chat in case we miss something out on the Twitter spaces like we did uh, now, or, uh, you know, if there's any kind of, um, you know, kind of uh, hurdles you face in terms of using the protocol as well, the test nets, you can always reach out to our mods through Discord and Telegram. I think they've been doing a great job. Uh, attending to the community so shout out to all the mods as well um i i'm just having a look i do not see any more questions rhythm if you in case you just see any questions just please uh share them with me i'll, I'll have them gone over but i i think if if there are none uh we can conclude today's space um you know happy to start this on a weekly basis now um starting next week we'll we'll most likely be having these on thursdays instead of fridays uh this week we just had to do it on friday um you know since we were kind of working on getting komodo live yesterday um so yeah you know happy to connect with you guys again on 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 the weekly and hopefully have more um guests from the wider ecosystem join as well in the coming weeks to talk about what they're building and potential partnerships between Comdex and other projects in, in Cosmos and beyond. Uh, but great. Thank you, everyone who, who tuned in today. Um, it was always, always great to interact with the community. And um, please keep an eye out for all the updates that we share. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, information will be coming your way very soon. So I encourage everyone to, to take the time to you know, go through all of it. Um, and yeah, I think for most of us, it's going to be weekend. So wishing everyone a great weekend ahead as well. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Thanks for your time. Uh, have a great weekend. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Comdex Weekly Space, Episode 1, their first space, recorded on Friday, September 9th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba-billion Little Danny
vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a basement could call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Ten spaces